Friday, Friday, Galaxy on Monday. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! It's Friday. The weekend's here, and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! And take off our slacks. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! It's in a rubber house, in a rotten underwear. Hallelujah. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not Free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number. 385-645-5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row? Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There but for the grace of God, do with me. With a nickel-sized hell and a damaged wind, we roll over New York. Never let us back in We blew out the lights Kick the windows in And when the law showed up Said they're gonna have to take us in That's get out my music Hey there, boy It's your pal, Jimmy J I got another free Friday episode for you guys Man, it was great Being back in studio with everybody I hate hate missing the shows. I know I said it last week. Maybe it's FOMO. I don't even, I can't even believe I said that. I don't know. I. It sucks, man. You feel like you miss out on absolutely everything. Even though you can listen to the show, it's completely different. If you ever want to come up here on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, uh, hit me up. I'm on Instagram at JimJester79. Facebook, it's JimJester. You can't miss me. It's my big dumb face after I spilled the fucking bean boozled all over the table. That's my profile pic on Facebook. You can't miss me. But tomorrow is going to be a big, big day. We got our live show out at Flying Ace Farm. Luigi Primo is going to be there with us. He's going to have a dough spinoff contest with Joe Soup. That's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have the second annual NFL Blitz tournament. You'll come see me in the pavilion. Get signed up. Uh, get, get there quick and, and do it as quickly as humanly possible because once they're filled up, it's gone. What a hell of a week of shows that we had this week. We had the regular that we're used to with the old shooting tour coming in in the middle of the day, getting your uh, getting your episodes there at 2 p.m. every day. Isn't that nice again? I agree it is. So Monday morning, shooting tour, we're in here discussing the Super Bowl because what the hell else happened last weekend? They give their thoughts on the experience from the Chiefs being annoying to the halftime show <laughs> and the very anticlimactic second half shooting tour they they break everything down they also give their thoughts on ufc 284 and the new flash movie trailer that came out they toss some ideas and thoughts around about that as well tuesday again it was shoot and the white bison yes that's tour's new nickname if you weren't in the know they discuss and analyze the Derek carr situation and where they think he should go dukes and tour actually had a morning together 
eating pizza with old money monk. They give their thoughts on that. There's an intriguing new wrinkle in the mysterious short story submission, which again, live show, Flying Ace Farm. We're going to find out the results from that. And they debut a brand new show sponsor, which is very exciting, and that's Don't Sleep Energy Drink. Wednesday, it was almost back to normal because you have myself in studio. Of course, Shude was here. Normally, we have the BMI, but there was no Ant-Man. Ant-Man stood up. The Chad Duke Show. Can you believe that? So it was Shude, myself, Money Monk, and Joe Soup. We go over the whole situation with Ant-Man not being here. Uh, Monkey came in. He was armed with meatballs and a beef that he has with Gigantor. We give our thoughts and concerns on the nonfiction short story contest that's coming up. And there's a small issue with the post-game Super Bowl interviews. And there's some differing opinions about that. Thursday, Shude got together another episode of the fastest hour in radio. That's Shude himself loud goat and myself throwing around all our top stories that we have uh i i apparently was off of my pitch count but at the end of the show i'm uh i'm back on my pitch count but you know we'll keep swinging man we'll keep swinging uh we go over things like uh the the joker movie set how terrible is that to work on why the Elvis presley family called bam margera a liar digital assistants messing with your fast food orders Derek carr where he will end up and why and of course, thanks to good old Orgy Beard, we had some donuts. But let's get you into the thick of it right now. I do have from the Fastest Hour in Radio that discussion on Derek Carr and where we think he's going to end up and why. And then also those donuts. Not Krispy Kreme this time, people. But they're donuts. Come on. From Wednesday, I have the back and forth between Dukes, Monk, and Joe. All about the controversy that is our short story contest. Somebody is a crazy lunatic. But to get your Friday afternoon off on the right foot, the Virginia Pizza Crusade, they got together, only this time it only consisted of Dukes and Monk, and they invited a newcomer since he had some free time, old Gigantor himself. Pizza seemed awesome. Turns out, someone doesn't know how to park their car. If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-AZER. Should we start with lunch? I think lunch would be a good starting point. Hit the music. Okay. Oh, shit. Tour the music now. Tour the music quickly. I should have it. Green wall the lights! That's not what I'm looking for. The switch behind you, hurry! I haven't had a chance to go through that in a while. (laughs) Your chance to bring it back? Oh, boy. I'm sure Mike's happy this is the first show that he's sponsoring. Yeah. All right. Need some more time? or? I think, is this? Nope. Okay, that's not what we're looking for. Let me go ahead and, uh, while Tor's looking for the T-U-R-T-L-E power song that we use for every Virginia Pizza Crusade segment. God damn it. Come on, Jimmy. Um, Tell you about Joe Azer. 571-989-AZER. Love me some Joe Azer. He's always looking out for the show. You guys heard that hysterical, sobbing, crazy story we told about Joe yesterday. Remember that? Yeah. You know why, Tor? He cares. He does. 
He's going to care. And he cares about you, and he cares about the fact that here's what Joe does. I hate when you go to the emergency room because they treat you like a bag of shit. They don't realize you're having anxiety. You're scared about being sick. It's a big moment in your life. They, they can only see that, hey, I work in an emergency room, so these, none of these are big moments for me. They're shitheads. Joe Azer is the opposite of that. He works with people buying and selling homes. These are the biggest purchases, life-altering decisions, and he does it every fucking day. And he does it seamlessly, and he does it, and he's friendly, he's welcoming, he'll be as involved in you want or not as involved as you want, he won't pressure you, he'll keep you up to date on information. I'm working with Joe right now. Guy's a fucking mensch. Guy does more work than he should. If you need to buy or sell a home, I'd say anywhere, specifically in the Northern Virginia area, just keep his number in your wallet, 571-989-AZER, 571-989-2937. Joe Azer is your guy, and he will take care of you. He's a very good man and takes a ball breaking. He understands the show. That's another thing. If you hear me bust it, when I am busted Monk's balls or Joe Azer's balls, these are people that are sponsoring the show. That's how much they understand this show. They don't take it seriously. They realize it's fun. You can trust them. Uh, Joe Azer, give him a call. That's it. What happened? We didn't use it for a couple of weeks, so you deleted it off the hard drive? Completely just... <laughs> Come on, man. This used to be every week we do I, one of these. I know. I... No big deal. I, it is a, I can't get too angry at Tor because yesterday I was leaving the studio and Tor's schedule has been a lot of wacky. And I said, all right, what's going on for Tuesday? And he said, all right, we, we got to go early again. And I said, well, you know, that's Virginia Pizza Crusade Day. Do you want to come out for that? Because usually you don't come out for much. And you said, yeah, absolutely. Let's go get some pizza. That was free lunch, which I know that you're a big fan of. What do you like more, free hats or free lunch? Oh, I might. I'm trying. To, it might be free hats, actually. Free hats? Yeah. Because they last all day long? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. But now you're going to be wearing a free hat at the free lunch, which is pretty fucking great. Doubling up that way. I don't know, free lunch is fucking paying to feed myself every fucking day. Yeah, it's a bummer, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, being an adult, that's yeah. strange. <laughs> strange when like you don't just go upstairs and steal your parents' food whenever you get real hungry. Uh, fucking getting old, man. <laughs> getting old, I have to pay for lunch. Um, so Tor agreed to come on the Virginia Pizza Crusade with us today. And uh, we were going to one that has been... There's two or three that have been wrecked. I don't like to... I get a lot of suggestions for the same spots over and over again, Tor. I don't like to put them out there just because, I don't know. I, I like to be clandestine about our decision-making process. It's kind of like how Vegas doesn't tell you how they generate the odds. This place has been recommended to me a hundred times. It's called Bad Pizza, B-A-D-D, ironically named. And it was Boston-style pizza. Have you ever heard before today of Boston-style pizza? It was Boston, not Buffalo? what I said? Boston. Oh, yeah, Buffalo. Jesus yeah. Christ. What the fuck? I'm going to go fucking good. I'm going to the doctor after this. I feel like I'm having a fucking mini stroke every day. It was a lot of pizza. But, I mean, we ate so much pizza today. Is there a Boston-style pizza? Uh, Boston is... Just real racist? <laughs> just the most racist pizza you could possibly have? <laughs> an intolerant slice. Just fucking an intolerant accent. <laughs> Hi, can I have an extra terrible accent on top of my intolerant slice? <laughs> can I have an extra Ben Affleck movie? Socks got rocked. That is still the single most embarrassing line in any Ben Affleck movie, including Phantoms, yo. They're sitting there, and Ben Affleck, during the town, will not wear... He won't be photographed without a Red Sox jacket. Yeah. Bruins jacket. 
They're sitting in a diner, and he goes, what's up there, kid? And he goes, socks got rocked. I revisited that uh, probably a couple, three weeks ago. I thought it was much cooler the first time around. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie, but they're so desperate to be from Boston and have everybody know they're from Boston. Yeah. Are you going to watch the Michael Jordan, Air Jordan movie? Who the fuck wants to watch that? I, now, it is Affleck directing Matt Damon, which is always intriguing. The uh, Ford versus Ferrari was a long movie. Long movie. I feel like it's going to be a worse version of that. I know it's not a car racing movie. Well, yeah, but spoiler alert, Christian Bale dies at the fucking end. Yeah. You think you think they're going to die for sneakers? I doubt it. By the way, you think they're going to cover in the 90s when people are getting shot for Air Jordans on a regular basis? doesn't seem like that would be in their plans. You think they'll touch on that? I have no interest in making a, a, a movie about shoes, but again, I don't understand the sneaker culture at all. I thought you might be interested in it. It's just... I, I'm not... Just seems very typical. Seems like a very typical movie. They really like sports, so I don't know. Maybe they'll do a good job. Um, I don't care about it at all. Uh, where were we? Oh, uh, we're not even. Because I thought it was Boston style pizza. Christ, Buffalo style pizza, which I didn't know was a thing. Um, I'm still trying to kind of figure out what it is. First of all, it was the old world pepperoni. Um, it was a sweeter sauce, and the sauce was thick. Like I feel like the sauce was thick, and. Um, when we opened it up, they served the pizza two ways that you could get a traditional pie, you know, circular pizza, 16 inch pizza. Yeah. But then they also gave you that. This is going to be a disrespectful comparison, but if Lido pizza was actually food for adults, I feel like that's what the pizza we got was. It's one of those square pizza box, rectangular pizza boxes that flips open on a hinge and it's a rectangle, so it's chopped up into squares. Think of Bigfoot Pizza or the Dominator from back in the in the nineties. Um, do you like that format? I'm very fine with that format. I, I think it's a, a, good, a good change of pace from the traditional, you know, triangular with the with the rounded crust. Uh, it, it I like it because I feel like I can get more of of the pizza itself with all because you're chopping it up in the middle where you yes. have strictly dough at the bottom, sauce, cheese, toppings, and not fiddling with the crust, which I feel like. Stops you from uh, uh, from the true part of the pizza. Okay. Uh, so I'm very fine with the rectangular style. Also, there's a problem with it in that it is, and I know I've used this term before, infinitely crushable. So it feels more like instead of eating slices, you're eating chips. That that's what it was. That's what it feels like to me is that you're actually just popping chips in your mouth. So this fucking pizza opens up, and it says, I believe it said it it fed 10 to 12 people, I, I think is what it said yeah. inside the restaurant. It was me, it was uh, the Great White Bison, and it was Money Monk, because hey, man, I got, the, I got the hot Texas morning. Hey, you ain't going to believe All right. Just say you can't make it, all right? I don't, I don't. You don't have to lie for 25 fucking minutes. <laughs> just please just say I can't make it. It's fine. And Joe's like, oh, oh you know me, Dukes. I carried the nuclear football for President Biden. I can't be there. Um, so it was, it was the three bowls today. We get to the joint. We went. There's three locations here locally. We went to the one in Falls Church. Um, I was under the assumption that they had dine-in seating. They did not, which was kind of a bummer. That's kind of a prerequisite for the Pizza Crusaders. We want to sit and enjoy the meal. Yeah. They did have ample outdoor seating, and uh, it happened to be a bright, sunshiny day here in uh, Northern Virginia. A little too bright for Gigantor. It's my least favorite type of weather. 
Your go- your golem like good overcast gets me going. I like the threat of rain overcast cool. If I can get streetlights on during the day, yeah, that's that's kind of my pocket. You and Tuber have more in common than you know because I've seen him get absolutely bipolar about like the very beginning of autumn when it's like gray and overcast uh-huh. and, and it drops ten degrees. I think we all feel that way. Uh, but it was a beautiful day, so we, we sat outside. Uh, they brought us the monster pizzas, and because we were sitting outside, lots of people watching, uh, lots of guys walking by doing shtick, uh, lots of weirdos. <laughs> Falls Church is kind of weird. It's a little Arlen- Arlington-y, but it's also kind of garbagey. also. Yeah. Um, the strip we were in was pretty nice. They had a barbecue joint. They had a honey-baked ham. I really wanted to get a ham to go. I heard a song about that one day. Um, but I didn't, and um, we sat there just crushing slices. I don't want to get too much in the weeds because I want people to go to, of course, Instagram.com slash Virginia Pizza Crusade, but I will say, Tor, that sitting outside, having more pizza than you know what to do with, it's piping hot, and you're just like, I'll just have as many slices as I like. I don't know how many times in your life you find yourself in that scenario. Most times when I'm eating pizza, there's a football game on, there's a bunch of under uh, uh, disgusting donkey dicks around fucking grabbing at slices. Um, I don't know. It, it felt very laid back, and uh, it was fun that the that you could just I, – I ate way too many slices just because I didn't want to stop the process. The process was cathartic. It felt like with the, with the slices that you didn't know, you had too much you knew what to do with, and then it, it felt like when your parents just said, all right, go play. Go. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay. This is my oyster here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. And this oyster is my oyster. So don't you be touching it. So I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna I'm gonna have a good time. And that's exactly what it was. I was gonna go to bar care bar American for oysters, but I went out to a cruise ship place with Wicker. Unfortunately, they brought out a brown thing with. Uh, with um, <laughs> I think Shelby's here. You like that old lady, huh? You know what I'm doing under the table. Oh boy, if you want to understand the show, you got to go listen to Fez uh, freaking out his family at uh, Thanksgiving dinner. You got to go listen to that on YouTube. Um, it was a wonderful experience. That's what I'll say. Eating pizza with friends, I, I do feel very lucky in that I'm able to because of how odd the set the schedule is for this job. Um, figure out a way to have go out to eat pizza with buddies once a week. And I feel like a lot of guys my age, it's all about the kids and soccer and the wife and the fucking, we got to mow the lawn and all this shit. And it's like, I figured out a way to once a week go out and eat pizza with buddies. Um, and it's great. It's awesome. I really enjoyed the time. What did you think? Did you have a good time? I had a good time. I sweated a lot. Uh, a lot yeah, you more. really seem to be perspiring quite a bit. It was, uh, I, I, it, it. Was it the outdoor temperatures or was it the amount of food? I don't. I, I've done two a days. I've been in the saunas <laughs> when I was actually doing cardio. It, right. was, it was pretty intense cardio, and I would sweat. Today's sweat was about as much as I've ever. Uh, I had no idea you were getting after it like that. It was. Uh, it's, I, well, it's luckily like, you're wearing a full sweat suit. Yeah. <laughs> Tor got out of I his thought- car. I was so embarrassed for Tor. So. <laughs> We're parking, and it's in this. If you've ever been to Falls Church, they're old neighborhoods, so the parking lots are just wretched. Uh-uh. And Monk's got the big Bronco, and I got the big F 150. So I pulled around to the side, and I was like, okay, we'll park on the side of the building. There's less shitheads over here. So I back in like a man, and um, 
I'm sitting there, and as I'm sitting there for the five minutes, because I was the first one there waiting for Monk and waiting for Tor, no less than I would say half a dozen women tried to run into my truck. Um, and because they were pulling in front ways to the other side of the lot, and then, of course, taking like eight different fucking swipes and trying to back in and out, and their alarm would go off saying they're about to hit my truck, and I saw them freak out. And so I'm just sitting there watching them do this, and, I, and I'm like, there's a lot of things that women do better than men. I, I'm very secure now. I can say that. There's a lot of things. My wife does most things better than me. But not one of them even thought to, let me just back in on the other side. I'll have an easier exit when I leave. They all were just trying to force their cars in between two other cars that were already there and having to do it, take 18 passes. I'm like... You know, I don't want to stereotype, but that seems like something that the dudes just have an advantage on. That this parking, we just seem to be... Monk pulls in, backs in right next to me, and uh, we're both sitting there. I roll the window down. I'm like, hey, we're just waiting for Tor. <laughs> Tor pulls in. It is $18,000... Oh, excuse me, $1,800 fucking 25-year-old Mercedes. <laughs> 18000 yeah. And he just oh does what all the women do. He tried to pull in front ways. He had to back out, pull in again, back out, realize it's a reserve space. There is a tractor trailer behind him that can't get to deliver its food because he's taking so long to park. I just started laughing my balls off because I just had this fucking line of thinking and then I watched you do the exact same thing. The... 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 the I noticed the the reserve parking spaces, sure. which have tripled in the last three years. The, That's true. It, it's reserved for FedEx drop off, reserved for pickup orders. You can't park here unless you were a zip car. If you put reserved I, for expectant mothers up in your parking lot, I'm parking in those, and I think most people would see my physique and think I might be an expectant. I mother. just, I think it's perfectly fine. I just want the normal parking back, but I understand it's a new world where. The delivery is more valuable than the actual walk-in, which is a shame. But uh, but I did. Why do you think that? I I think well because I was at war on Sunday night with the with the other uh, mouth breathers at Popeyes. I was one uh, very much so because. Oh yeah. I, I, here, here's the bad call of all bad calls you're going to hear today. What what time did you go on Sunday? Uh, five forty. Tour went less than an hour before the Super Bowl started to Popeyes to try to order carryout. First of all, dude, Popeye's has the worst customer service of any fast food eatery I've ever been to. Well aware. I mean, maybe Burger King's there neck and neck with it. How did you not call ahead? How did you not work this out? Should have done an online order or something like that, but we were we were scrambling because uh, I live with selfish assholes. But No argument here. But uh, we were scrambling, as, uh, so I had to be general. and I. You're the general? I had to be the general at this point. Hey, they're like, hey, general Mills? I'm... <laughs> Your general sos. Fucking, it's tough to come up with general fat jokes, but fucking, you gotta go digging for a little bit. Oh man, is there any of the general stick? Generally ended making out with honky. That works. (laughs) Long way to go. Long, you know what? Uh, Just to be fair, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give myself. It took, I mean, it took forever to. Oh, that's terrible! Oh no, that's terrible! That's just awful! It took so long. Uh, <laughs> so you're at Popeyes. Yeah. An hour before the Super Bowl. Yes. Is that like the first thirty minutes of Saving Private Ryan? This... I imagine it was a bloodbath. Well, we walk. We we drive past parking lots all full. Why wouldn't it be? Uh, and we see the mass of humanity within the restaurant. So we're like, okay, we need to make a snap call. Do we fight this battle in here, or do we drive? 
15 minutes down the road and pray that it's not the same battle in another restaurant. Okay. Uh, so fried chicken was the call, though. Fried chicken was the call. Why not find a local place? It's There's some disappointing chicken. You live in Arlington. There's some disappointing chicken. Popeye's isn't disappointing chicken? At least I I know what I'm getting there, and it's not a, a, a super sauced... What about Bonchon? I, that um, might have been the call. Bonchon is... I'm I'm okay on Bonchon, but they're uh, diarrhea inducing. Yeah, yeah. It's just a it's it's almost it's too thick of a wing. I think. Well, it's just I mean it's double fried. So it's, yeah, the double fried. We just we're like all right, let's just go get the fried chicken. And Sunday was abysmal weather as well. So real cold, real rainy. Real cold, real Awful. rainy. So I got it, we got to fucking make a call. So we walk in. And it looks like there's two def- there's two groups of defeated people back along the wall. Just and, they've been there forever. And then about about eight people waiting on a, on a, on a separate. Bro, walls there's the, a walls place right. called Hot Lola's that is one mile from your house. Hot Lola's is okay. It's okay it's, compared to fucking the Popeyes. It's okay. I I, I, I think the, if we brought Hot Lola's in here and fucking Bon Sean, I think I know which one would win. I believe. I, been to the hot Lolo's. Hot Lolo's is okay. Bro, what about Tupelo Honey Southern Kitchen fried chicken? I think that might be a ghost kitchen. All right. A Looks bit. like a restaurant to me. What about Queen Mother's Restaurant? Ah, Queen. Dude, this looks dope. What about El, Polo, El Pollo Rico? We've been to El Pollo Rico a good amount. Crisp and Juicy? Crisp and Juicy, we have been there. Bro, Hot Lolo's gets 4.5 out of 5. It's in the it's in the Boston food food court, and there's a bun, bunch of dumb fifteen year olds. What about Bob and Edith's? Bob and Edith's is it's okay, dude. There's but a Hangry Joe's. A, uh, is there a hang, Hangry yeah, Joe's close to me? Right here, Randolph Street. Oh. you should have done a little fucking we, research, man. I, I, we we came in too cold for the operation, All right. but we walk in, we say, okay, these are the people that are doing pickups for for the people that that are getting the delivery order. That's fine. Walk up to the counter. I'm the invisible man for about 10 minutes. See, that's a bummer because if you're actually there to take the shit away, it's I guess it's the same amount of work for them, though, isn't it? I think so. And I'm like, okay, they're fighting their own battle back there. They're fighting against the chickens. They're fighting with the mashed Fight. potatoes. You think the chickens are yeah. still back there fighting? <laughs> Get him! Get him! We got an order! There's a guy in the drive-thru. They look understaffed, or maybe they're appropriately staffed, so everyone can have their own job. It's Popeyes, bro. I know. But then I realized, oh, I'm not close enough to the counter. I just blend in with all the other pickup guys that that, that are just trying to get their food out. So I walked all up onto it, and then they finally acknowledged, okay, give me a couple minutes, and we'll be able to get it. Dude, unless there was a bunch of fucking Easter Island statues in the lobby, you don't blend in with anybody. (laughs) There's no way you blend it in. I know, but... You just had to stand menacingly over them. Apparently, I, here's what I realized: I dress exactly like a, a, a delivery driver. Oh yeah, with, with all the attire, all of it. The hat, I always, the I always reach my hand out whenever I see you to take a bag of food off your ass. <laughs> you got my Chick Fil A, bro. I like to, yeah. Go ahead, I gave you four percent. Um, so did you? I mean, did you get? Did you end up getting the Popeyes? We got the Popeyes. We made it back before. What was the time commitment? Uh, I think it was a total of. 20 it was probably about a 30 minute time commitment we got yeah, there that's not too bad right after the uh national anthem and, and you the, went to get it so you didn't have to oh, you missed chris stapleton doing the anthem i did it was uh Dude, it was amazing i uh, know i i, I re it was very good but 
you know, if they're saying it's starting at 6.30, it's going to start at 6.50. That's what I'm figuring out. I didn't know that. I was so mad. They they had 10 more video packages to play at 6.30. I know. Start the fucking game. We started picking up on it in the divisional round. It's like, oh, awesome, man. There's games starting at 2. Nope. We got to wait a little bit more because... They have to spice it up with with a with a, another story and another video package. I gotta think that that's twofold. One is they want to stretch it out as long as they possibly can because they can sell more commercials. Mm-hmm. But two is I think they want to spend as much time as they can in primetime television, which I think is eight to ten. Um, even though they know they can't start the game at eight because no, you know people got to work the yeah. next day. Although the national championship game starts, mayor. Yeah, but late. They, they don't seem to give a fuck about that. They used to start at like eight forty, and I think this last year they started at seven thirty, which they? was it's a little better. Not a little better. It's still. I remember it being long as shit. Very long. Who won? Uh, Georgia. Georgia beat TCU by like eighty points. I forgot. That's why I stopped watching it. That was embarrassing. Actually, <laughs> I remember being very embarrassed for everyone involved. Yeah. Oh, we'll have a twelve team playoff here soon, which Can should I? be which should be a lot more fun. It actually, it's a lot more fun, and it's gonna have. Uh, Home playoff games also. All right, so what does this have to do with you being unable to park at the pizza joint today and embarrassing oh. monkey on myself? Oh, it's too many delivery drivers and, and, and too many oh, that's you're blaming? spots. That's who I'm going to blame. Now, I'm a big woman. I, I That's that's true. <laughs> you very, can't it's, park, It's man. very true. Why don't you start backing in like a man? Uh, I should. I don't know. I, that's what men do. I know. I, I, I pride myself on my parallel parking skills, though. I think I'm a very good parallel parker. I haven't parker. seen those in action myself. I gotcha. Personally. I would not scrape my car into your ditch and then say it's fine, though. Oh, okay. That's one and thing then you start yelling be, at us and screaming yeah, I, at us? I would not become hostile about yeah. my mistake. Just draining lithium battery juice <laughs> of, all over my fucking rhododendrons. <laughs> Ruining your water. <laughs> just poisoning the water. Just, yeah. like, fucking leaking into the, uh, the Joe sewers. Joe pulled the fucking East Palestine. He really did. He really did. It's a big fucking mushroom cloud over at Oakton for the next three days after after we were driving. The Virginia Pizza Crusade is on a mission to find the best slices in the Commonwealth. To keep up with the reviews, be sure to follow the Virginia Pizza Crusade on Instagram, at Virginia Pizza Crusade. Another update is Monk says he turned in his nonfiction story. I did. Oh, already? Very ex- oh, that was pretty fast. It was due, to, it was it was due, due yesterday. Today. Oh, and I extended well, he gave it. Oh, okay. extension to well, today. to be honest so. and to be fair, it, it was shitty to have it due the day after the Super Bowl. I was a complete bag of shit the day after the Super Bowl. I imagine a lot of people were, you know, I have some heavy steps. So, um, <laughs> where's your? Uh, you came in second place. Yeah. And by the way, Jester came in third place. Mm-hmm. So both of you guys fared better than no disrespect. I thought you would. Um, what's your confidence level for this moment? Well, I'm writing it, and I had wrapped it. I wrapped it up, you know, this afternoon, and my confidence level, like out of a five, was probably like a three. All right. Um. I find it more difficult, like I can't be silly in this like I can. And Why not? I, well, I mean, I guess I can, but I could. I was racking my brain trying to figure out what to write about within this genre. You know? I, I would have written about my true feelings about someone on the show. I think that yeah. is, if you wanted to win this contest, you would have picked Shit. somebody that you really think is That'd a shithead, and you would yeah. have just written about them. That's what yeah. I, I think the winning formula would now, be. Now, I... Read it aloud, you know, as I edited and all that. Too. Did you read it to your wife? Yes, I did. Did and, she uh, go to sleep? No, she. Uh, I, I, I want to say something, but I, it might give it away. Well, don't Which give it away. So I don't want to do that. But There's controversy. My too. confidence level went up after I read it, and I was like, actually, well, that's good. I'm pretty proud of that. So um, I think once I homogenized it and kind of went through and read it aloud, right. you know, one beginning to end, it it makes 
sense. So it's good. Who's the biggest threat? Do you think? Because if you came, oh, goats in, definitely. The you think? Threat. Yeah. Because technically, I mean, let's let's talk about it. If the Chiefs got eliminated, you know, you'd say who's the next one? Well, who was the team that finished in second? They'd have to be a, you. You have gone from an underdog, I think, to a favorite in this thing. Yeah. Well, that's it's a nice place to be. Right. I don't. I don't like being the favorite. I like being you know sure, second sneaking or third up on place. And you, but you're worried but, about goat without having read anything he's ever done. Yeah. Well, he's a creative, and I, I don't consider myself a, a creative. He like, is, but he's also very regimented. He's very much about procedure. Um, as someone that hires him to do a lot of graphic design, and it's not like hiring a fucking artist, you know, yeah. that's sitting there sketching shit out. Like, he is option A, option B, option C. So his creativity, you know, it's slightly different. Yeah. Um, and I think that it is possible. Well, I think he will do very well. Um, I think it's possible that he's too kind of chain the convention to um really do a lot better than everybody else yeah that it, makes it'll sense. be interesting i i'm i'm curious to see how it'll do like because i don't know if i came in second because mine was wacky and outlandish and and well i think you came in second because like, people enjoyed it like you could mel brooks could direct that thing you know what i mean and <laughs> wow. Oh, wow it's that style it's that style that's is what i'm saying bit of a humble yeah, yeah. brag yeah. I mean, if it wanted to be on Broadway, it could definitely stand sure, up. Sure, so absolutely. You know. Broadway, Mel Brooks. So, so I had to step you out of the Farley my, Brothers. Yeah. It's un, it's I, I had to step out of my normal style. In, in, you know, like if the Coen Brothers else. and the Farley Brothers would have combined forces, <laughs> maybe yeah. they could have written for Tillis the first one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Uh, Joe, who is the favorite to win this contest, do you think? Well, I, you know what? Surprisingly... I don't think Goat is the favorite because it's nonfiction. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think if it was fiction, he'd be my favorite for sure. But nonfiction, nonfiction's a bitch. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know if anybody would really find Caps games really all that interesting if you wrote about them. <laughs> I would kill myself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and and, and if that's a pretty easy script. They get out to a lead and then they shit the bed. Okay. The period. Wow. It's a pretty. And also, you could include they get a point zero in the ratings on television <laughs> too. Jesus. It's like they don't exist anymore. And uh. I, I I don't know what he would write about that is nonfiction, well, other than the caps. Goat's to, to a be pretty learned guy. I mean, as far as pop culture goes, television, like he he knows a lot about a lot. Oh, you know what? I forgot. He's really into movies. Maybe I'm, maybe he's, he's not really. Could you forgot? You should forget. <laughs> he hosts a movie show, but he yeah. hasn't seen any movies unless. If Tube and I didn't tell Goat to watch movies, he'd just be one home watching Perry Mason every night until he goes to sleep. <laughs> Twelve hours of Perry Mason. Uh, I think Good will do well. I think Monk will do well. Uh, Jimmy, you did well. Uh, third, and I know that you were voted, you were someone's number one story, from what I remember. Somebody, Was I? Yeah, somebody voted you number one. Um, what are your expectations? Mine are a little lower this time, honestly, and I didn't have high hopes for the last time because I, I found it hard to be wacky with a true story because... So you all felt the need to go comedy? You're you saying wacky, so I didn't know if that was like something I mean, that's you what I, I kept looking for options to where, where can I throw something funny in here? But if you're telling a true story, it's kind of hard if nothing funny actually happened. Now, I didn't think of your route of breaking somebody's balls on the show. That would have been smart. Here's what you should have done, and I think you would have won. Do you remember your revelation on the Chad Duke Show Revelations? Yes. You just write that. You just write six pages about that. Why don't I think of things? I don't know. I think you would have won if you would have <laughs> written that. Because that's such a funny fucking story, and it's true. It's your. Tr it's something that happened to you. It sucks. Yeah. So I'm surprised all you guys felt like, oh, I better write about, you know, when dinosaurs roamed the earth. It's like, no, no. It's just, <laughs> just got to be something that actually happened. Did you write about when dinosaurs roamed the earth? <laughs> I thought about it. I am surprised one name has not come up. Mm. Who is my favorite, I Who's? think. Ant-Man. 
Really? Well, we all know he's your favorite. favorite. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, only sexually. for this writing of <laughs> yes, because sexually. he has so many good stories Dude, that he can that write is, about. That is a great. Oh, listen, listen, listen. Here listen. he comes. Listen. It's the Kalachi. Ah! Oh, he updated it. Oh, he updated it. <laughs> it's the Kalachi. Harry to Roy. So it's a great point, Joe. And I, I actually, that's kind of why I thought that he wouldn't be the one, whoever this nefarious motherfucker is that put in the anonymous story, which I guess we should have an answer for in the near future because all the stories are in, right? Yeah. yeah. You guys all turn your stories so in? It, yeah. it is confirmed. It's not one of these, the, the guys who are. No, the, no, no. Nothing the is. The only thing, the only thing that has been confirmed Somebody, I don't even remember who. Somebody turned it in, turned in a story. I think it was Orgy before the anonymous story got turned in. Oh, okay. So somebody is off the hook, but everybody else is still live. And I, I also think it's possible. I don't want to put any casting aspersions on these guys. If whoever did it is paranoid enough to turn in an anonymous story, I think they're good enough to lie about it too. So I don't know. Corey, I sent Corey a DM and I said, hey, man. You said it's a disturbing story in the chat. Is there something? Should I read it? Like, do I need to know about this? And he said, no. If you trust my judgment, just wait until the fucking... Just wait until I the think you're going to be able to tell. You think? I think so. Well, we'll be able to tell because my process of elimination, if nothing else. Because I think yeah. people are at least familiar with most of you guys' writing styles. Now. But I think just the writing style. If it's who I think it is, you're going to be able to tell. Are you upset about it at all? No, because I would be upset... If they were to use it as a, an advantage, but I don't think this person can use it as. Does an it advantage. not give them a leg up though? No, because I think as soon as you read it, you're going to know who it is. Okay. If it's who I think it is, it could be Ant Man, but he he's so stupid he didn't put the name of the, his fucking story the last time. <laughs> and yeah. you, you, well, and you also said that whoever submitted it also hid the email. And I don't think yeah, they put an anonymous. Yeah, so they I have don't to think Ant Man's smart enough to do. Well, that. dude, he's a. Oh, I think he is. He's a criminal. You don't think he set up fake emails when he was dealing drugs? Yeah, well, he's just, a very we're, bad criminal. We're just, we're just using the bot. To, he ain't to in buy jail it. right now, is he? I mean, think about all the shit he got away with. I think Ant-Man's the greatest criminal that any of us has ever met. <laughs> now, I think that that you're right, that his um, he's got a lot of good things to write about because he has a lot of That's going to be tough to beat that, yeah. But I'm not sure that he can take it out of the brain and write it down on a piece oh, so of paper. Oh, so you think it's an, an execution problem? Sense. Yes, I think it's... He could tell you the story. But I think when a pen goes to paper, it's going to be difficult. That, that's a good point. I think I agree with you on that one. Here is a loophole that I don't think that any of us considered. until I just had this epiphany right now. Do you remember the first time, one of the reasons I wanted someone to fucking watch him? Because Mark and Kathy both wrote papers for him in high school and in college. <laughs> and he said that the only reason I, I, I got out of high school is because Mark wrote all my papers when I was, in, uh, was I was in 12th grade. They don't treat him any differently now at 40 than they did back then. I think it's very possible that Ant-Man could say something to Mark like, hey, will you look over my story? And then he goes in there and fucking cleans everything Makes up. all the changes. So if it's an, a story about one of Ant-Man's crazy fucking capers, and then it's also cleaned up by a, a, a guy that's very accomplished and intelligent, or, or his mom, both of them are, I don't know, man. That seems like a pretty lethal combination. Well, I, I think if he had it edited by Mark, I think that would be okay by me. I'd be. I would yeah, but, accept but, that. I think. But Mark's going to be like, "This is a fucking mess. Just I'm going to rewrite, rewrite this for I, you." That's, that's, oh, that's, you think, I think that's absolutely possible. Yeah. Now, I have to ask you guys this. Well, Joe, you can contribute, but Jester and Monk have skin in the game. It has been relayed to me that one person did reach out to my editor, Kimberly Milio, and had her edit up the piece. Are I you, know who that was. You do? Yeah. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah. 
I that mean, was an I, option in the last. Uh, yeah, you suggested that. Uh, suggested that last. Well, time. I said it was a possibility, yeah. but certainly no one said would that be cool to me. And you know, she didn't blow the guy's spot up. But I said, hey, did anybody reach out to you? And so I found that out. You guys are fine with that? Yeah, yeah it's fine. That's good. I would be fine with I that. Mean, as I mean, well, if I was in the game, I got to read the damn story. I wanted to at least be able to read it. Who do you I, think it is, Jester? Tor. Monk. I think it's Ant. Oh, I don't think Ant would do that. He said he was going to. I think it might be Goat. <laughs> goat? Yeah, I think so. You don't think Goat would be able to do it by himself? Well, I mean, he, Kimberly Milio's the professional. Yeah. And so yeah, that's I, would, true. I would Goat's think smart. he would want that. That's just like a resourceful thing to do. So Yeah. So you say Goat? Yeah, I think it might be Goat. Not Goat. Oh. Monk, who do you say? Ant. Not Ant. No. Stick him a tour. Tour? Wow. Orgy beard. Wow. Oh, wow. See, I feel like that's an upset. <laughs> I feel like that's got, that's throwing me off of everything that I feel about yeah, this. I would have never have guessed orgy. Neither would I. Yeah, I would have either. And I actually give him a lot of credit for it. I think that's smart. I can't believe Anthony didn't reach out to her. Well, he probably reaches out for, to her for other reasons. Yeah. Hey, get in line, by the way. Hey, Jim, Jim, I got something that I got to request from you. Stop hitting on Kimberly Milio in the chat. I've never done it such a thing. It makes me fucking uncomfortable. Poor Kimberly. No, no shit. <laughs> but I mean, she's got to read what Orgy Beard. It's going to be disgusting and sexual, well, you and don't she's got to go gonna... through it and like, bro. Uh, she hasn't gotten into details, but apparently he used so many gross words that he had to like oh, go through geez. a thesaurus to find other words oh to like God. replace the disgusting fucking words. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that right now, Orgy. I don't know if I'm gonna get a vote or I'm gonna have any type of semblance whatsoever. But if I read one disgusting, if I read the word secrete in your story, oh, you're God. getting six. Oh. You're getting six out of fucking six. Secrete. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. Now, how do, who's judging, Jim? Who's deciding? Are you guys judging again? That's what I thought, but okay. I, don't, I don't know for sure. And then right. also the audience as well, right? Well, how are they going to do that? I thought there was going to be a poll as well for the audience. You guys still I just thought that? we were doing the same thing we were last Let's time. Let's just right? do the oh, same okay. thing. All it right. worked out great. Um, you guys ranked them one to six. One you to five. Don't don't include your own story. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> Cheating fuck. Don't do that and pay attention to the scale because I think somebody messed no, up on the first It's very go heavy out. when I step on that. <laughs> <laughs> It still don't look too good in here, boy. <laughs> Looking like a big ass back piece on my back for that still there. Him there, all there, 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 all there, there, there. You know what it sounds like whenever Jim talks? It sounds like that. Oh, look at him, look at out, look at out. That song, like every time Jim talks, is what it sounds like. Jim, are you ready to suck one down? Uh, I'm gonna have to grab one. Or Joe, would oh, Joe, you do you mind running? running back there? Oh yeah, I'll there's, hit his there's music. Some hit his music. Refrigerator. Right? He's running to the back. Here's music. Here he goes. Here he goes. All right, Joe, go. Keep, keep spinning, Joe. Keep spinning. Oh, he just kicked off his shoes. Wait a minute, you're ballet dancing. That's not what he fucking does. <laughs> I need you to watch Kurt Angle videos before fucking Saturday, Joe. Please. Joe Soup. What the ballet dancing? Joe, you saw that, right? Yeah. He pirouetted. Yeah. <laughs> Ripley Dukes. We're going to have to teach him to pull in the singlet down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then screaming. Ah! <laughs> he needs it. By the way, Joe, you got to get a mouthpiece. Right, the, the music's off. Come on back. Yeah. Oh, Hey, can you pat Ripley? You fucking scared the shit okay, out of her. It's her right. birthday, for God's sakes. Ellen Ripley Dukes. Happy birthday to her. Sweet girl. Thank you. Go pat her, please, Joe. I'm sorry, Ripley. <laughs> she looks terrified. I'd be terrified if he was that close to me. <laughs> In a singlet? Yeah. 
Well, I do. Joe is modest because I do see the whitey tidies on underneath the uh, the single. Joe, we gotta get you a jock strap for fucking uh, so. Saturday as well. How about Joe? You and me, we'll go to Herman's Sports and we'll get you a jock strap and we'll get you a mouthpiece. I don't want to wear a jock strap. You gotta do that. We'll get no, you. We'll no, get no, you, no, no, we'll no, get I don't you want cup to. Too. It sounds very uncomfortable. You've never worn a jock? No, I haven't. You ever wow. played no sports? Oh, um, everybody wore a jock, right? Yeah. Especially in little league baseball. Well, yeah, no, because uh, when I played uh, uh, football. There was like a the pants had a pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. was a pocket in the pants that I pocket put the, in the pants. He yeah. put the butt pad in the crotch, is what he did. did you, oh, <laughs> the tailbone pad. No. I remember that. I remember that. So no, yeah, I've never the worn oblique one. pads. I, they never fit with my big fat ass. I, I always felt like such a shithead. Are you right, Joe? Spit. I'm good. Okay. Uh, Bobby Double L, as if it wasn't easy That's my to predict. Brawny Double L, murdering the game with a thick donation. Thank you so much to Bobby Double L. Uh, who would like you want to do it, Joe? Oh yeah, I'll do it. Right, here we go. Hey there, soup. Oh wow, that was a <laughs> some bass in your voice. I like that. This for me. This for me. This for me. <laughs> what, what? Someone's starting a lawnmower. It's just a drive-by. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna dedicate this meatball to uh, Bobby Double O. Are you, how many fucking is meatballs is that? <laughs> I think this is my ninth. Ninth. And 10th. <laughs> and 10th? <laughs> and 11th. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Is that the end of the meatballs? That's it. No more meatballs. He didn't ask if anybody else wanted one. Oh, no, no. This for They'll me. make you tap out. He's going to hit you with that angle slam, and then you're going to be fucking all over there. It's going to be all over for you. Oh, boy. All right. Thank you to uh, Bobby Double L. Very, very kind. What were we talking about? The nonfiction stories. Mm. Oh, uh, wrapping up. Um, since you guys are here. Do you agree with Corey Rita's call to not reveal the the anonymous guy until Saturday? I do because again, I I just think that you're going to be able to tell who it is. But what but what would it ruin for the listening audience or any of you guys that are voting if you knew who it was? Because he wouldn't say it's this story and Orgy Beard did this. He would just say. Orgy Beard is the one, of course, I'm speaking hypothetically, that tried to obfuscate his identity. Well, I guess it wouldn't hurt anything, really, if he's. It feels like just solid gamesmanship to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, this person had to know that they're going to. We'll know who it is by process of elimination. I kind of want to. It's a really dumb move. Yeah. Well. Here's why it's not, Monk, is for the same reason why you shouldn't say this is for dorks. I hate this contest. (laughs) Um, Whether this person knew it or not, it adds to the contest, like the mystique and the fucking paranoia to be driven to this extent, to me, makes the whole thing more interesting. Sure, but the judges are the other members. That's true. And they're going to be like, well, fuck that. They tried to gain an upper hand by doing some dumb shit. But you you would agree that this is an attempt to get an edge? Yes. Okay. To what extent? Like to to blood doping or to, you know. To to put a little uh, wax on 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 the fastball. I think they you put know, something like that mustache they, wax. Yeah, that stuff they put on the tar. Uh, tar. Yeah, pine tar. Was it tar? Pine tar? Yeah, it's pine tar. Oh, I thought tar. it was like wax or something. Oh, that's so <laughs> and I used, I used to you. pitch. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so juvenile. Yeah. I think it's like that. It's you know, it's illegal, but you know, it's something. That's what I'm saying. You know. Gamesmanship. That's why yeah. Deflake. I didn't give a fuck about. It's like I don't give a shit about that. You're, you're trying to get a little bit of an edge as long the as you're cork not, in a bat. Yeah, sticking horse fucking tranquilizers into your butthole. You feel the same way, Jim? 
I, do, I like it that it, we're keeping it a secret because that way you don't know for sure. Like everybody kind of assumed within the group that Tim Tester was writ- written by Ant-Man. Turns out it was. Tim Tester. Yeah. So at least now we we have that sense of doubt where it might seem like Ant-Man, but you don't know for sure. Well, if it's a drug dealer story, it's about Ant-Man. But I, I don't think it matters. True. I, I don't think Ted and Anthony and to some extent Monk, I think all thought that their identities were something that was going to influence the rest of you. And I don't think that it did. I honestly don't. The only person that it did was I think Anthony tried to scuttle fucking Ted's piece. I really do believe that in my heart of hearts. So really? The, yeah, absolutely. Oh. I think that he told me that he believed Ant-Man was going to that Ted was going to try to fuck his piece over. And it just so happened that Ted's piece was ranked four slots lower than everyone else put it. Everybody else said Ted no yeah. worse than second place. Yeah, every single other person. Good point. <laughs> so he, he's the. It's crazy too, like how much you will take a part of yourself and like put it upon other people. Like he's the scumbag that would fucking try to fuck his friends over to win a contest. Not everybody else. Everybody else voted with their hearts, right? Oh yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, it, it's unfortunate, you know that's And there's not a lot of panelists, right? It's like five. So if somebody bombs one like on right. purpose because they do, it, it's damaging you know yeah it can cost you the the win i would agree um, oh well for me it turned out to be fortunate for me because i did not end up being last because of tour yes because of yeah. stupid tour <laughs> who um <laughs> who i really think has a chance to come in last place this time around i really do believe that he has nothing do you really i don't think he has anything interesting to say um he will lose his mind what, what yeah. place did he put yours he put me second second yeah, place see, yeah. i think i think he got the scoring the scale backwards you he, said that several times. Yeah. He did. We've already confirmed that he did. This is like the fourth well, he's time. Not, he's not going to admit to it's it. It's a big conspiracy theory. Yeah. So your paranoia, this is why, See, Jim, I, I still I think. I would have tied for first if he had. I think it's very possible. <laughs> I think it's very possible that Monk reveals that he went to his IT person at, the, at his work and said, send this in and don't let them know it was me. That's why if I had to pick my person that sent in the anonymous fucking story, it's Money Monk. How could it be? Because you're still paranoid. But I just submitted it. Well, I, don't, I don't know. Allegedly. I haven't spoken oh, to Corey okay, about that. So you guys think I, I'm not that intricate. But I, <laughs> I think but you do like you do like dishing out shit for other people to do. Yeah, I do. I, it's what I do. <laughs> you like delegating. Yeah. And I think you would delegate to whoever's running, you know, fucking IT or social media at Monks and say, Take care of this for me. I don't want these shitheads knowing it's me because they're all out to get me. <laughs> I also don't have an IT guy at Monks. At all? Yeah, no. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, maybe a firewall. <laughs> um. The best barbecue in Virginia can only be found at Monks Barbecue in Parsonville, Virginia. Check them out at Monks BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at MonksQ.com. Let's get That'd him in. Amazing. There. Let's get him in there as soon as possible. Now, time <laughs> is winding down. Very important. All right, boys, I don't know if you care about this story, but um, it goes to something that I always wonder is more important. Uh, Quality of life or money, they're usually tied together, but sometimes happiness isn't tied into money. I I think Mm -hmm. there is a basic level of human need where if I can provide for myself and my family and pay my bills comfortably, that is very valuable. And you need a certain amount of capital to do that. So the fact that money can't buy happiness is not true. Um, if I can pay all my bills and live a comfortable life, go on a couple vacations a year, I think most people would agree I, I could probably be happy with that, and that that takes money. Um, so Derek Carr got cut, 
it looks like there are two teams that have risen to the cream here, according to Yard Barker, and that is the Carolina Panthers and the New Orleans Saints. What I wanted to ask you guys is, um, he's going to make a giant pile of money mm -hmm. wherever he goes. So if you're Derek Carr, do you just say, well, the Saints and the Panthers are interested in me? Or do you pick out a place where you're like, maybe he really likes Creole food. You know, maybe he really likes uh, North Carolina's mountains and beaches. I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. But if you're going to make the giant pile of money anyway, do you sacrifice a portion of that money a la what Tom Brady did? Now, he did it to win. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about a quality life. I brought up Tampa Bay, but there's other teams as well where maybe you're Derek Carr and you're saying, well, I'm a better quarterback than this motherfucker. Do I have my agent put in a call and say, hey, give me $20 million a year. I'll quarterback your team. I, I can't imagine wanting to play in either one of those places as far as where the team is. I just – I'm I'm curious what you guys think about the notion that you've got to go take the most money you can because – your other quarterbacks, your brothers in arms, you got to do right by them. I, I don't really put a lot of stock in that. I think that's the argument that always just falls on a deaf ear for me. Me too. It, the, the whole, like, you're you're doing this for everyone else. You're undermining the quarterback market. Bullshit. I think there's a very select few people that that applies to. And I don't think that a guy who is admittedly probably in the twilight of his career and who has, you know, seen some stuff and been on some teams that have performed decently and or not performed decently who's just sort of looking for maybe his last or second to last paycheck i don't think that guy's going to move the bar for the average salary for a top flight quarterback around the league i think those guys are still going to make that upper echelon money regardless of what happens with Derek carr okay so that's always where i kind of go like well that doesn't really you know if, if somebody who's on the way on the downside who I don't know what value he you doesn't think have. He's that. on the downside. He's well, thirty-one. Like I, I mean, quarterbacks are you know thirty-eight, thirty-nine years old on a regular basis now. Well, some of them are. I mean, but that's. I think they have to be. They have reached an apex of a career at some point. Like I don't. I, I don't agree. I, I, yeah. I think Derek Carr, especially if he's with a. a a team with a more stable ownership group gotcha. probably could have his best years in front of him. And that might be my misinterpretation just based on the teams that he's been on and sure. the way that their fortunes have gone over the last few years. Well, there has been a lot of success, and I uh, I certainly wouldn't put him on par with any of the top five guys. But if I was him, I, I would look for two things. One, I would look for an ownership group that doesn't have his head up its ass. So I'm not going to New York. I'm not going to Washington. I'm not, I'm not going to any of these places. But I would also say... I want to go someplace where I can be happy. And whether yeah. that's there's talent or whether that's I get paid this much money or it's in an area. I love that people just completely discount the area of the country. Like when people don't want to go play in Canada because they get, they're get they getting taxed 50% of their mm -hmm. salary, people are like, well, what, 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 what does that matter? Look how much money you make. It's like, well, that's probably important to that guy. Um, if you like to hunt, like, well, I'd like to go play in, in Denver because that's where, you know, I can go out there and hunt caribou instead of deer. I don't I, it, it always gets back to to me go with athletes is that they're never viewed as human beings. They're always commodities. They're a resource. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think the Kirk, the, the argument you make about all oh, the, the, the quarterbacking market, that's the reason why Kirk Cousins can justify. I need to make 40 million dollars a year. No, you don't. You don't deserve right. that that's, much money. Yeah, but you just... can come out and act this Robin Hood horse shit and say I'm doing it for everybody else who plays quarterback. Look at me. I'm helping everyone. Fuck you. Yeah, well, and I think the misconception over quality of life in the area you're living in. Right. I think that comes from 
they're like, well, you're only there from the end of August until the beginning of February. Why would you care? You're only there for like five, six months, and the rest of the year you can do whatever and whatever. go wherever. You got kids. That's... You got to fucking they might be in schools. You're gonna take them out. And also, you're involved from the beginning of June, depending on what right. position you're playing. And so it is. It's kind of like the misconception that well, teachers always have the summer off. They can just do whatever. It's like, well, that's not always the case. Right. Like there's there's a layer to this job that doesn't always resonate with with people who are making these claims. And I think I think you're right. And I think also it's why I've, I've always um, – I found myself at the end of his career respecting Philip Rivers more than I did before because he's such a weirdo. Um, but he, That's why you respected him more. They moved to Los Angeles, and he said, no. I'm good. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. do that. You can go ahead and move to Los Angeles. And then he took a fucking car ride five hours home every day because he's like, <laughs> San Diego is better than Los Angeles. I'm not fucking moving there. So – I like that. I like the fact that he's like, my priorities are this, and yeah. maybe, maybe they're not yours, but but they are mine. And that's where ultimately the whole debate about, well, he should have gotten paid more. It comes down to, well, you don't know what that guy, like you said, that guy, you don't know what the guy's priorities are. I think if you're making enough money that you never have to worry about money again, right? There's never any such thing as too much money. I don't think or anybody would enough yeah. money, but. I think you you have your own meter for that, and and so and nobody else can put that on you, their expectations on what you should be getting paid. Yeah, I had that moment. Or I had, what you should be looking to get paid. Right. I had that epiphany at some point in the in when I was on the radio where they would be like, "Well, hey, do you want to go out to this uh, AT and T store? We'll pay you eight hundred bucks and then stand around for two hours." And I think a lot of people <laughs> would say, "Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'll go stand." And I got to a point where I'm like. These are so awkward, and nobody ever shows up. And then I got to sit there with the fucking employees, and they're looking at me like, "Well, this guy's a piece of shit." Nobody ever came out to see. Like, no, that you're I, essentially paying the eight hundred yeah, bucks yeah. to not have to I, do yeah. it. Yeah, like you know, and it's like that wasn't probably the same decision I was making when I was interning, but it's exactly. the decision I'm making now. And so, if I'm Derek Carr. And I'm going to make $40 million regardless. It's like, well, let's go someplace with a beach. Or let's go someplace where the taxes are better. Let's go someplace where they have two wide receivers I can fucking throw to, um, unlike some of these other shit teams. So You yeah. negotiate a deal to get you a private jet to go home on the <laughs> on Monday. Know. I'm yes. sure there's something like that. So it'll be interesting to see. I, I would not play in either one of those spots. Did you have, a, did you have some thoughts, Chester? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of conversating off of what you just said there, though. If, I feel like if you're a younger player, like you're Lamar Jackson, you haven't really gotten your payday yet, I can understand that wanting to get as much as humanly possible. But when you're established and you've been through the mill, at this point, go someplace you can win, or like you said, someplace where you can be comfortable. Um, Okay. I think that's also a – it's also probably a stage in life Mm -hmm. that you're talking about because you're right. If you don't know what that payday feels like than getting it – and I'll never fault anyone for saying – I want the most money I can possibly right. make. Absolutely. I yeah. do think most people feel that way. Yeah. All right. Or- 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 orgy's bringing up the uh, the jizz donuts. All right, Each getting a plate. All right. Now, what is this? This Orgy, I cannot eat this. <laughs> this is fucking ridiculous. All right, Jess, are, we sh- are me and you sharing this? We can do that. All right. We've each gotten our own plate this of half donuts. This is fucking ridiculous. This is... All right, where's Orgy Beard? All right, he's got the. Go, do you have the sheet over here? What are we trying? I do. I've never uh, been so angry at someone handing me a plate of donuts in my life. <laughs> We've got. Thank you, Orgy. Very kind. A couple of juicy ones over here. I'm looking at. Indeed, uh, the donuts are from Good Company Donuts. Let me get a knife or a fork, please. If somebody doesn't a plastic guy, thank you so much. Good Company Donuts. Good Company Donuts. All right. Uh, according to this, it's in Arlington. 
All right. I don't know why why it's there, but, you know. Uh, Kevin's licking a lot of fingers. The first. A lot of finger licking going on. (laughs) Maybe wash them hands. (laughs) (sighs) The first donut on the list is the red velvet cake. Oh. A traditional red velvet cake, but transformed into a donut. This light cocoa flavor is offset with a classic honey glaze for a colorful holiday specialty. It's very colorful. I assume the holiday being Valentine's Day. Oh, Jim got his own fucking plate? All yeah. Right, well, who am I splitting with? I'll split it with you. I'll, t- I'll take these back. All right. Give yeah. those to Goat. Goat's got full Goat's donuts. Got I've got donuts. two plates. All right. Grab that, <laughs> grab that red one, you son of a bitch. All right. Now, does um, these are not as odorific as Krispy Kreme donuts. This actually smells more like it's just that kind of a, a breadish smell, mm-hmm. is what I would say. But it's got that. There's there's a bit of a red velvet like telltale. Okay. Just just a just a hint. All right. Well, let's uh, let's let's see what we can see. Oh. All right. All right. I wish I had some milk. Yeah. Wash this down. It's very cakey. All right. Let's all let's do a contest. Who can say milk the grossest? <laughs> Milk. Oh, that's bad. All right, Jim. Milk. Ew! He went sexy. I didn't think Jester would go sexy. Gravelly. All right, you ready? Milk. Oh. I think I win. I think we built the comedy pyramid. We really did. We built the comedy pyramid. Um... I'm disappointed. Um, it's okay. It's fine. If someone brought these into work, I would eat one, and mm-hmm. I would have absolutely no problems about it or compunctions, but... um. I am telling you, this is a testament to what Krispy Kreme does, is that at 10 times out of 10, I will tell you to go to the mom and pops, go to the one-offs, one-offs, and I will have 100% confidence, but Orgy brings those fucking Krispy Kremes in here, and... They're home runs all the way. And I, go I gotta level with you, I prefer yeast donuts to cake donuts, mm-hmm. I always have. Um, I give that a three. It's good, but it's, it's, it's nothing special. I'd say it's, for me, it's a three and a half. It would be higher if there was a, an element. For me, red velvet only succeeds when it's got the cream cheese. I think, you, I think you have a great point. And so for me, that that's what's the drawback here is that it doesn't have that element to it. It doesn't have that combination of textures to it. So the flavor is fine. And like you said, I would, I'd eat them if they were here and they were the only donuts available. Oh, I can eat 12. I would, I would never, make no mistake. I would never turn them down. But yeah, I'd say three and a half because it's at least, it's at least still a quality donut. Yes, completely agree. Completely agree. It's a weird thing to try to judge. I would agree with Goat on that one. Uh, three and a half would be a perfect score for that because it's not fantastic. It's very chewy and very dry. So and it the, can't be chewy and dry. The glass? Why not? Because chewy would would indicate that there is it broke apart in your mouth. That's why it was dry. Chewy would I think indicate some sort of elasticity, which I think would um, indicate there was a level of moisture involved. I think. Hmm. Okay. I mean, has anything dry ever been chewy? Well, I guess a steak. If steak is dry, it's chewy. Yeah, that makes sense. No. All right. Felt, very, crum- felt very crumbled. I guess I'll disagree with this, Jimmy. That's all. He may be That's correct, right. but I'll but disagree. The glass, of, the glass of milk would be very yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You didn't eat no milk with them Krispy Kremes, Jim Daddy. You <laughs> no, know that. I did not. No, they just <laughs> turn into flavors. They really do. start eating yeah. them. And then they turn into an erection for me. <laughs> Big old throbbing one. Uh, next up on the list is the... John Cheeseberry Donish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Cheeseberry Donish. Hi there. I'm John Cheeseberry. <laughs> this mashup of donut and Danish has a raspberry jam and Bavarian cream oh, okay. filling. All right. With a cream cheese frosting, shortbread crumbles, and raspberry drizzle. 
Christ. I do like a nice drizzle. Do you? <laughs> oh. All right, Jim, you're going to have to eat your... See a doctor. I just, I just mangled this That's fine. You <laughs> can't cut this in half. Bring Jim Daddy a donut, please. I'll take, oh, I'll, I'll take Goat's other half. Bath. Yeah, I think having a, a half of one of these was enough of a challenge. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. It's like eating a tampon. I lost my <laughs> Oh my god. Is it? <laughs> That's in bad taste. If my mouth hadn't been full. Mmm. <laughs> Goat says that whenever he's standing in front of the Capitol's bench. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they don't let me down there. <laughs> I've been warned. Oh, Anymore. Man. Yes. Gabby, undo the front of those <laughs> undo the front of those pinstripe slacks, please. <laughs> fucking magic coat blowing fucking Bruce Boudreau down by the bench. That fucking whole place would go crazy. <laughs> you know how jealous the caps are not with me? Oh man. <laughs> that is a deep cut. That's a deep cut right there, brother. Deep. Um, I didn't like this donut. Um it's too juicy. The, the stuff inside is gross. Um, two. I don't like it. It's a two. <laughs> that, is a, that is a guaranteed uh, docking of points for, for me, you. Yeah. For me. Docking is something I'm okay with because then <laughs> the foreskin contains everything. You there know? you and, go. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's all about cleanliness. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of sanitary. It is <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sanitary procedure. Easy, easy cleanup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, real fruit filling is always one of those things that I feel like I should enjoy it more. I, it's a great point. But I, whenever I have, if there's a wedding cake and I go, oh, that's just going to be sugar and icing. And then, oh, surprise, there's a, a, you know raspberry jam filling. And it's like, oh, well, that's not what I was hoping for. However, in this instance, I think it tasted fine. I didn't have the same texture uh, disagreement, I guess okay. we'd say, that, that you do uh, with this donut. But... I'd still say it would top out at a three for me. Um, it was just different, and I'm not a big fan of like the jelly donut. I like the more icing-filled or cream-filled donuts, and this okay. one kind of was just not in my wheelhouse. I would say if you're a fan of that, it bumps it up to a three and a half, but I'm not, so it's a three for me. I think I'm a fan of when this, the shit that, that – I don't have a better way of saying that – is on top of the donut instead okay. of inside the donut. Gotcha. Because it feels less like ejaculate. <laughs> Again, it's a personal hang up. Yeah, I'm kind of hung up on that. <laughs> it feels like I'm I'm taking a load, and like if it's on top, I don't necessarily feel that way. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a it's a good distinction, Thanks, to man. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> um, I'm giving that a strong three point five. The only thing that kept it from a four is just the fact that it's so damn messy and you get shit all over your hands. You take that's a diet three point five. I think that could be as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sweet, and very delicious. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, what is the? We have two more offerings here. We have yeah. two more. I'm going to go next to the strawberry glazed. Mm. This classic yeast donut is topped with a mm. strawberry frosting and, unfortunate word alert, dollops ah! of strawberry and vanilla buttercream. Jesus. These are very orgy donuts, aren't they? <laughs> I mean, I don't know where this copy came from. It might have oh, been. Oh, you know he wrote it yeah. with his dick. I don't know that this came from the official website or anything. He put a little piece, he slid a little piece of graphite in his dick hole and just sat there oh. fucking writing the whole thing out. Shorthand. Get it? Dear God. <laughs> well, we know it's not shorthand. We've seen the front of them khaki shorts. <clears throat> All right. Is that what we're doing now? Yes. It's strawberry glazed. 
All right. It's got potential. Oh. Well. All right, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. You should close this place. <laughs> oh. Their donuts are Jimmy bad. Jimmy almost died. Their, their donuts are bad. Like, the, the amount of calories that we are now consuming with these donuts is not justifiable with the quality. Um, I know we have one left to try. I don't want to be a, a stick in the mud, but um, that's a two and a half. Um, I really appreciate Orgy uh, getting them, of course, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of trying different donut places, but... Man, would I be disappointed if I said, I'm going to go hog wild. I haven't eaten anything fun in a long time, and I'm going to go get six donuts from this joint. I would have regretted it. For I think Dunkin' Donuts are better than this place. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give that a two and a half. I think for me, one of the drawbacks with this one is the ratio of donut to topping. I'm getting ratioed on Twitter right now. <laughs> Just getting fucking murdered. And the, the donut itself... The the base donut is just kind of there. And in a situation like this where you have those other flavors, the donut is more of a delivery device, if not ballast, yeah. for what you're getting. It's supposed to play with the frosting, but in this case, it felt like it overpowered the frosting. Like, it was – you got the taste. You got the flavor of strawberry. The other vanilla buttercream was almost non-existent. So I think in this instance, it was a, a bit of a swing and a miss. So I would actually not be able to go higher than a two and a half either. Wow. Yeah. It's, that is surprising. It's, it's not bad. No, not bad. But it's... Not bad. Yeah. But for, for me, Goat, is if you went and got whatever the Quest version of a donut is or a Weight Watchers version of a donut, yeah. I don't see a lot of a difference. And I guarantee this is full strength calories and carbs and sugar and all that. I would be interested to try these fresh. Like if I, we could go there and get them hot off the line. That might make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of places don't even offer that. I mean, I, I hate to, I hate to keep ringing this bell, but Krispy Kreme is the only place I know of where you go there and you get the ones that hit your stomach and they expand like a fucking grenade. There is that. Love that. Makes you feel real sick. Just to not stay on the same page with you guys, I'll go as high as a three. I thought I liked it when I first bit into it, but I'm realizing that I bit into the spot where there's the dollops of the yeah well that was my tactic as well i went i Straight knew I wanted, I wanted all of the flavor in one bite right and i was yeah but once you get through that if you get to this half where i didn't take a bite from where there's none of that i feel like that's just a plain boring donut yeah yeah but even then a plain boring hey, donut should be pretty fucking good still tasty yeah yeah um, those little like brown ring donuts that you can get from like entomins are better than this all right, what's the last yeah. one, Goat? This the, is an atrocity. The last one <laughs> is the peanut butter cup. Oh, this can't be bad. This classic candy flavor in donut form starts with classic yeast shell filled with a peanut butter cream. Mm. Topped with a chocolate ganache, peanuts, and a peanut butter drizzle. Mm. Do we agree if this one's bad? We ban Orgy Beard from the studio. <laughs> no. Oh, no? No, I can't oh. make that sacrifice for when he does bring all the Krispy Kremes. Just making sure. So really awkward also since he is in the short story context. would be something well you know that's not at the studio <laughs> all right uh it is giving off a uh, more pungent peanut butter smell which yeah. i like and i like the idea of the crumbled peanuts on the top that's a lot of cream just a shitload of cream if you like cream in your cream donut you're mm-hmm. gonna love this donut um this is the best one we've had i don't even think it's close I still think the donut it's the donut tastes more like a hamburger bun than it does a donut to it's me. It's bready. Yeah, yeah, it's very bready. Um but it, there is a shitload of cream in there. Peanut butter taste comes through. Um I wish mine had a little bit more of the um I think the crunch of the peanuts could really help with that much cream in there. They're very finely chopped. Yeah, I didn't get that many. So um that's the best donut. I'm going to give that a three and a half. Certainly couldn't eat more than one, uh which is a big detriment because 
there's another brand that I won't mention with two K's <laughs> in the name that I, I could eat twelve of. But um, uh, three and a half. That's a that's a pretty good donut. I think if you brought those into the office, you'd be a hero. Um, but uh, wow, oh boy, that's a lot of cream in there. Yeah. Um, the amount of pain in my teeth right now <laughs> um, is is maybe going to be in contrast to my score because I would give this one a four because it just is pushing your fillings out. It's just, I don't usually have that issue, but the fact that it's like, wow, I immediately knew I had had one of the sweetest donuts I'd ever had, but it also was balanced out by the peanut butter. This one for me is a four. Um, and I would say it's definitely the star of the show. I think we could all agree I on agree. that. Yep. Um, if I were going to this establishment, this is the one I would walk away with for sure. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I give that an easy four. Uh, I would eat that until my teeth hurt. My teeth oh. are not hurting yet. Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, that was whole box of that eat until I'm hurting. By the way, if the one that Jester would walk away from is his first family. All right. Let's, uh, let's, um... I don't think that was one of the donuts in the box, but <laughs> it's not very nice at all. <laughs> Sorry, Jimmy. There was no reason logistically for that whatsoever. Pretty sure that's not on my sheet no, here. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't see that. Can't wait for my oldest to listen. <laughs> Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods. Or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. So, yes, while those donuts were not exactly what we're accustomed to, as we give no free plugs on this show of the deliciousness that is Krispy Kreme, they were still donuts. And that last donut, that peanut buttery one, oh, my God, it was so good. So good. I mean, <laughs> goat's teeth hurt. Mine were not hurting, but I was more than willing. So, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, it's a big deal, people. Tomorrow. Flying Ace Farm, they open at 11.30. We're going to start everything taking place down in the pavilion at noon. Luigi Primo is going to be live there with us. He's going to have a dough spinning contest with Joe Soup. There may or may not be a very large cash prize if Joe Soup somehow finds a way to win. And from Wednesday's show, if you weren't watching live and you're not a Facebook supporter... Which, by the way, Facebook.com backslash the Chad Duke show. It's only four ninety nine a month. You get to stream the shows live. You get all the extra content, the supporter chat. I mean, come on. It's well worth the money. But Joe, he got a, a gift from Dukes. And, um, yeah, you're going to see that at the live show. It is awesome. Hilarity will ensue. Drinks will be had. A spaghetti dinner, a spaghetti lunch, a spaghetti what the hell ever, ever you want to call it. It's all you can eat, spaghetti and meatballs. Show is free. Come hang out anytime you want. You're going to have to pay for the food. But still, all you can eat spaghetti and meatballs. You're going to leave that place a winner, no matter what your outlook is. And just a few weeks after that, April 21st, Tally Ho Theater, it's the Pie Tasters. You heard them at the beginning of the show, given their rendition of Nickel Size Hail. I love Steve. I love the pie tasters. The entire cast and crew here of the Chad Duke show is going to be there. Come hang out. Have a good time. Have some drinks. Come say hi. It's going to be a phenomenal night. I promise you. Tallyhotheater.com for your tickets. You can check out Ticketmaster if you want, but but just go ahead and avoid those fees. Go right to tallyhotheater.com. Let's throw out some very deserving thank yous to the sponsors of the show. Money Monk, of course, Monk's Barbecue. You can check them out online, monksq.com. They're also on Instagram and Twitter, at MonksBBQ, the best goddamn barbecue you'll ever meet, I swear to you. 
My guy Joe Azer, he's laid up. Uh, we've been exchanging some messages due to my dumbass injury. Well, I wouldn't call it a dumbass injury, but it's an injury, and I'm a dumbass, so it fits. Joe, get better, brother. He's still working his ass off for everybody, though, so if you're still looking to buy or sell a house, 571-989-AZER, 571-989-2937. That's his cell phone. Give him a call. He'll hook you up. And our brand new sponsor of the Chad Duke Show, Don't Sleep Energy. Go to don'tsleepenergy.com. Get your energy drinks. They are delicious. I've had a handful up here in the studio. Dukes has banned me from them because uh, it gets a little out of hand up here sometimes. Go to don'tsleepenergy.com. Make your order and use promo code Dukes. That's D-U-K-E-S. 10% off of your entire order. You're welcome. And as we do at this time of the show, if you want to keep up with the show, www.chaddukeshow.com. You can check out all our sponsors. You can go to the shop, get all your episodes there, get your subscription there if you do not have one yet. We have all our social posts there as well. Facebook.com backslash the Chad Duke Show. You can go there and become a supporter. It's just an extra $4.99. We discussed it earlier. I promise you it's worth your money. Twitter, it's at Chad Dukes. Instagram, at Chad Dukes Show. I hope you guys are planning on coming out to Flying Ace Farm. It's going to be a blast. I will see you out there. If not, I hope you enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Me love you long time. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, Torn Shoot will see you back here on Monday. Roll out the...